Today on We Hear, Ben Affleck is taking another chance at love with his co-star Ana de Armas. But is it the right time for him to date? We know the real reason Savannah Guthrie's not wearing her wedding ring. And 74-year-old Dolly Parton wants to be on the cover of Playboy again. Coming up next on We Hear. Oh my God. We're on page six? No. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Maggie, today we have a lot of celebrity dirt, and I'm prepared to deal with it because I am podcasting from my bathtub, literally. You're devoted to the podcast. Exactly. I have the sniffles. I am afraid to come into work in this era. (laughs) And uh, so I'm joining you remotely from my home podcasting studio, which I've created in my bathtub under a large blanket. Uh, You truly are an artist, Ian Moore. You truly are. Thank you. Well, a world away, a guy who probably has his own home recording studio and doesn't need a bathtub, Ben Affleck, he just said that his biggest regret in life was divorcing Jennifer Garner, but he's already moved on with another woman. Yeah. Yeah. He he has been spotted with Ana de Armas, who you might remember from Knives Out. She's in the new James Bond movie, and she is Ben's co-star in an upcoming film, which is based on a Patricia Highsmith book. And that movie comes out November 13th, which means Ana will be competing with herself because James Bond will be out then on November 25th. But the two of them were actually seen together in Havana, Cuba. Where Ana is from. Yeah, I guess uh, a source told our own Sarah Nathan that they were beaming. I saw Anna grab Ben's arm as they walked out together. They looked super happy. She's absolutely stunning. The onlooker thought, I totally think they're dating. They were seen shopping at a trendy t-shirt store apparently called Clandestina. Ooh. They were also overheard speaking Spanish together. I did not know that. That Ben Affleck. Affleck was fluent. I know. I have to say I'm impressed. That's a pretty baller move. Like, let's have a date in your native Havana and I'll bust out my fluent Spanish. <laughs> They're I, believed to have... <laughs> wait, what were you going to say, Maggie? I agree. That is a baller move. <laughs> right? You'd be impressed by that. I would be. Muy impressed. Um they're, they're believed to have arrived on Wednesday on the island and dined at a cozy eatery called La Corte del Principe. You're not fluent in <laughs> Spanish, Ian, are yeah, you? Yeah, my Spanish. Well, I'm more Italian. That's supposed to be like La Corte del Principe. <laughs> um, and they were posing for photos with the chef. Yeah. Um, they were also seen at a restaurant called Ivan O. Oh. The Ivan Chef Justo restaurant. Wait, Maggie, haven't you been to one of these places yourself? Well, after dinner, they went to a place called uh, FAC, Fabrica de Arte Cubano. And I was there when I was in Cuba a few years ago. And it's mega cool. It's like a kind of an open air art gallery. There's drinks. There's music. You can walk through different levels. I When I was in Cuba, I was there for a week and I went twice to this place. That's how great it was. Yeah, apparently it's in a former cooking oil factory. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Ben Affleck, impressive dating game here. I know. 
So, you know, the, the one thing, though, is if I were the producers of the James Bond movie, which Ana de Armas is in, I would be kicking myself right now because as we reported on one of our last podcasts, the James Bond producers had to move the release date by months. It was supposed to come out in April. And all this press is hitting right now, right? You've got Daniel Craig on the cover of GQ. Mm-hmm. You've got all the female stars on the cover of various magazines, including Vanity Fair, um, and now you would have had this huge press bump of Ben Affleck dating one of the leads, and I'm sure there would have been a ton of speculation. Would he show up to the premiere in London next month? And now it's like, I don't know, do you think the press, you think there? this is, I don't know, hope, maybe they're hoping the relationship will last or that they'll just break up right before the, I mean, the movie debuts in November. On the flip side, this is good press for him because he has the movie that just opened the way back. And right. I don't think it's doing huge numbers, so this might help. That's a great point, Maggie. I think it made about $8.5 million at the box office. And analysts were saying that, you know, it, it could have stalled out partially because of the coronavirus scare, mm-hmm. as I broadcast to you from under a blanket in a bathtub. <laughs> but But yeah, this could kind of help the movie. I mean... This does seem like after his trials and tribulations, a more sort of together Affleck, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of this this Cuban date. You know, he had opened he he did a whole press tour recently opening up about his divorce from Jennifer Garner, but also his, his own battle with alcoholism. His character in the movie also struggles with addiction. Mm-hmm. He told the New York Times, the biggest regret of my life is this divorce, meaning from Jennifer Garner. Shame is really toxic. There is no positive byproduct of shame. It's just stewing in a toxic, toxic, hideous feeling of low self-worth and self-loathing. But this actually I'm actually happy for Ben Affleck. Like this, this date in Havana seems much more sort of like wholesome and productive than some yeah. of the other stuff he's been involved in recently. Like when he was stumbling around um on Halloween and mm-hmm. had a relapse, which sent him back to rehab. Right. And let's not forget, he was dating Lindsay Shookus from SNL for, what, like a year? And Yeah, that's right. I don't think we ever saw them doing any international travel together, did we? That's a good point, actually. Yeah. She, might, she must be shook. Shookus. Shookus by this relationship. I mean, the other thing, though, Maggie, is do you think that this is good timing, though, to start a new relationship in the dawn of the uh, coronavirus scare? Is this a time to be getting close with someone so you can hunker down with them in imminent isolation? Or should you be keeping your distance and just be like in full body protection with this person the whole time? Or does this mean that Purell has like an aphrodisiac-like quality we never thought of before and now people are just hand sanitizing and falling in love all over the world? Totally. Purell intimates. Uh, They must really like each other. It's proof of your feelings if you'll right. spend time. Well, also, you know, it's funny because um, there was a report as well today. TMZ has some video of of Brad Pitt out on a date with a with a mystery gal mm-hmm. in um, in L.A. at the Wiltern Theater, whose sources are saying looks a lot like Ali Shawcat, who he's been rumored to be dating, but they sort of shot down all those rumors. But I guess it seems like a lot of movie stars are like finding love right now they're unafraid it's not cuffing season it's coughing season is that my cue to cough wait they'll be competing at the box office because bond will be out in november right 
That's a great point, Maggie. Maybe the press gods are shining on this relationship. Maybe if they can hunker down in their love bunker and stay together until November, they could come up smelling like rose-colored Purell. Ian, how are you feeling? I'm surprised that you couldn't energy heal yourself. I'm doing good. You know, the thing is, I I haven't been in the office for a couple days, right? Because I have what I think is like a totally normal cold. And under normal circumstances at this point, like I'd probably be like dragging myself in the office. But I think at this point, it seems like totally unconscionable, right? To show up and be there like coughing and sniffling. Everyone would be like freaking out. But the thing is with my home recording studio in this tub, um, I think it could be curing me. I, I've made some sort of de facto sweat lodge. So I think that by the time this podcast is over, I may be hallucinating. Well, that's a perfect segue into our next story, which is also something very strange. Savannah Guthrie has not been wearing her wedding ring on television, and a lot of viewers have contacted us about it. Yeah, Maggie, I think when I first heard about this, I thought the viewers might have been tripping hallucinogenically, but... We got these tips initially that there might be trouble in paradise in Savannah Guthrie's marriage. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard them, um, the story was reported by our our colleague, Ali Coleman. And uh, I have to say, when he asked me about it, I was very skeptical. I was like, there's no way. Savannah Guthrie is married to this guy who I have to say is probably like one of the nicest guys of all time. Michael Feldman. In, in the history of nice dudes. Michael Feldman, who's a top um, political PR strategist. And um, yeah, it's like, this doesn't make any sense, you know. But then the tips continued to flood in. And the reason why was because viewers noticed that on the Today Show, Savannah Guthrie was not wearing her wedding ring. That is such a dedicated audience that anytime something seems amiss... We are contacted by viewers. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is that's kind of amazing. I was like, who watches the Today Show that intently? I don't watch the Today Show all that much. I'm usually like on my way to work or at work or doing something. Mm -hmm. But when I do, it's like you're usually paying like more attention to your English muffin. The Today Show to me is like the ultimate background. It's like, you know, it, it makes you feel like you have a friend there. You're not just totally alone with your English muffin. With your nooks and crannies. Yeah, in your nooks and crannies of despair. You know, there's someone there, your your TV buddies like Savannah Guthrie. But the thing is, people notice everything. And I, I think that um, in this era of kind of celebrities being photographed everywhere, social media, people being able to sort of, you know, get frame grabs from TV and post them online – um, we're just seeing this so much more often. There are tons of stories like any time a celebrity goes out and doesn't have their wedding ring on, yeah. um, fans noticed. And so people were tipping us off about it. It was leaking on social media. There were even a bunch of blind items about this popping up online. So Ali looked into it and it turned out the, the whole thing was actually quite innocent. There was no trouble in paradise, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, Savannah's had kind of a rough year. Let's not forget she had to undergo a procedure on her eye after she was on the receiving end of uh, her son's toy earlier this year. I think it was like a fire truck or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this case, basically, um, 
rep said that the only reason she wasn't wearing her, her ring was because she had left it upstate. They had gone out to the country and she left a ring there. So it's like, give the woman a break. Yeah. And a source close to Guthrie also said the other thing Savannah was missing last week was sleep after pulling an all-nighter on Super Tuesday and scoring the first interview with Joe Biden the next day. She's tired. She wakes up very early. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, isn't it a little sexist, Maggie? Do you think mm. that a woman doesn't wear her ring for a day and everyone thinks that her marriage is over? I mean, can't a woman not wear her wedding ring? Like – I, like I mean, where your in this case, at. she forgot it. But like, what if you just don't want to wear your red- wedding ring that right. day? Yeah. What if you just don't? What if it doesn't go with your outfit? What if it's not your vibe? You were rushing. You were leaving in the morning. What if she is, you know, she had eye surgery. Maybe she couldn't see it. Anyway, I was sort of skeptical of the whole thing, as I said, because they seem like a very nice couple. But anyway, so I was glad to hear that there was no trouble in um, in paradise. But um Actually, you know what, Maggie? I actually, for a while, <laughs> you know, no one noticed, but I had stopped wearing my wedding ring. Mm. And it was just because I got too fat. I was too <laughs> fat. To, <laughs> I was too fat to wear my ring. Literally, I got so fat at one point and my fingers got like I gained weight in my fingers. That's when you know that you might have put on some pounds. Or you're eating too much salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on that salt diet. But you know what on I mean? And so, bay. yes. <laughs> so you never know. I mean, you know, then then l- luckily I've slimmed back down to ring wearing shape. But in a way, you know. A lot you of, never know. Sometimes a lot of women, when they're pregnant, their hands swell and they have to stop wearing their rings as well. This recently happened to my, a friend of mine. And yeah, so it, she said she was approached by someone and she was like, I wasn't wearing my ring. And I couldn't tell if he oh, knew that I was married or what. So That did not happen to me, Maggie. I was not approached by anybody. But as I say, I was kind of had kind of packed on the pounds there. The thing that is weird, though, is in this case, the Savannah Guthrie story turned out to really be nothing big. But we have had a lot of other tips where people have gone out without their ring Mm -hmm. and fans have noticed it and they tip us off. And a lot of times I do have the reaction where I'm like, ugh, like what does this mean? It doesn't mean anything. And then it turns out it does that that the couple, you know, did break up. And I wonder if celebrities know that since their every move is being, you know, followed, that you can kind of use that type of thing. You can go out without your ring and that kind of can actually mean something or you can communicate things um, because we have broken a bunch of stories where people weren't wearing their ring. And then lo and behold, it did mean that there was a, a breakup or an imminent divorce. Dolly Parton is 74 years old and she's got big plans, one including being on the cover of Playboy. Maggie, I have to admit, I didn't know where you were going with that. You were like, Dolly Parton is 70 years old and she's got big plans. <laughs> she does. Yes, correct. <laughs> so what are the what are the big plans? Okay, so Dolly Parton was on Sunday's episode of 60 Minutes Australia, and she was asked what her retirement age will be, you know, when she plans on, you know, kicking her feet back in the mountains, chilling. Hanging, hanging up her... And she said, well, I don't plan to retire. I just turned 74 and I plan to be on the cover of Playboy magazine. Now, you might remember that Dolly was on the cover of Playboy in 1978 when she was 32. 
she wore like the signature Playboy bunny costume, the ears, the bow tie, the cuffs. I don't remember. Maggie, I'm old, I will admit, but I'm not that old. Neither. But I, was bu- I wasn't buying Playboy magazine in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if you're a Dolly fan, you've probably seen this image. It's quite familiar looking. And so in this, and- in this interview on Sunday, she said, see, I did Playboy magazine years ago. I thought it'd be such a hoot if they go for it. I don't know if they will, if I could be on the cover again when I'm 75. I think that would be an amazing idea. Yeah. And when she was on the cover back in uh, 1978, she did not appear nude. She just rocked the bunny costume. Yeah. So wait, describe that again. What did the image look like in 1978? This isn't like springing to mind. She's on the cover. She's wearing, you know, like the bunny getup with the ears, the kind of bustier, the cuffs and the bow tie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and this time she wants to go fully nude? No, 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 no. <laughs> this time, I was just pointing out that she wasn't nude in the inside spread when she was doing it in 1978. Got it. Well, you know, this sort of is part of a, a current trend of naked septuagenarians, um, yeah. which is the name of our new <laughs> recurring segment on the podcast. <laughs> because remember, I had reported that Suzanne Summers pose naked right in a Mm -hmm. field by her house in palm springs and put it online and it went viral and then we had done a whole interview with her about you know about why she decided to take her clothes off and she kind of um talked about being you know sexy in her 70s and her like love life with her husband which is very active and it was like it was actually the whole thing was was pretty cool right and i mean mostly she got a pretty good reception i think there was like some backlash as there always is with this stuff but maybe it inspired dolly parton they're sort of stars of the same era yeah do you remember in january that dolly was behind kind of a viral meme where there were four different images and one said facebook linkedin tinder yes wait so that came from dolly parton yeah Four different shots. So, I mean, Dolly Dolly is still a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, she's definitely having like a whole new moment again, right? There's a whole um, Dolly Parton podcast, right? Yeah, that was great. Um, you know what's weird with that meme with the Tinder, Facebook, whatever, whatever? I've just been seeing every single person do that. Yeah. And I mean, I got the general drift, but I never knew what the genesis was. I didn't realize it was Dolly Parton. And I will say that the Dolly Parton one sounds so much cooler than what everyone else has been doing to riff on it. Hmm. The other thing that would be – go ahead. I have a question for you. Does Suzanne Summers still call you from bed? Isn't that how that went down? um, I haven't heard from her, her from bed in a while we should get her to call into the podcast from bed. I mean, yeah. I'm in a bathtub. We should record um, a podcast episode from her bed with her as the guest in between us. That is a great idea. I, I had also subsequently reported, remember, that she she spent like eight weeks or something in bed because she had like broken her hip or yeah. something. And then her husband in sympathy stayed in bed with her the whole time. So she definitely spends a lot of time in bed. Yeah, we should definitely have her either call in from bed or we can just do the whole show from Suzanne Summer's bed. I think that would be maybe that could be the holiday episode. I love it. Um, the other great thing about Dolly Parton potentially posing nude for Playboy is this, you know, there are these rumors, I guess, and has she confirmed them that she has like tons of tattoos? Well, 
on that Dolly Parton podcast, I believe she said that she does have tattoos, but they're not what people seem to think. You know, there's been a longstanding rumor that she's got sleeves and sleeves and sleeves, but it sounds like she might have some butterflies or some bows. They sound a little more delicate than people assume. Yeah, I, I kind of got the impression that it was like a full bodysuit. Yeah. Like straight up country Yakuza, which is the name of our new streetwear brand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope this happens. The only thing is I'm not sure does Playboy even A exist and B have like nude images in it anymore? I don't know. This might be like a bit of a pipe dream. I think they got rid of nudity and then went back to it. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Also, I gotta say, good scoop sixty minutes Australia. Yeah. You've heard some scoops from sixty minutes Australia. What about some scoops from <laughs> the bathtub. From the bathtub. Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by the amazing Jamila Zara Williams and the magnificent Melissa Caceres. We'd love to hear your questions and ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you're dying for us to dish on? Email your hot takes to us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. We'll be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.